재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 All that real-life Korean talk about guest houses and places to stay flows nicely into our next segment, Talking Tourism, here on Koreascape, TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas. We reserve a little bit of time to talk about travel and more broadly the travel industry with our professional tourist, Jimin Yoon. Hi, Jimin. Hello. Nice to have you again. Um, did you did you do any traveling this week? Just a little bit of here and there in Korea? Yeah, I went to Uijeongbu and Wonju in Gangwondo to visit my family. Nice. Mm. Uh, as always, I, I envy your lifestyle. <laughs> What are we going to talk about today? Today I would like to talk about hostels. Um, mm-hmm. Hostel is simply a type of accommodation, but sometimes its definition kind of differs by mm-hmm. different culture, I think. But the hostel I would like to talk about today is the accommodation that is popular for the backpackers. m mm. So, hostel is usually a budget-oriented, sociable accommodation where guests can rent a bed instead of the room. Mm-hmm. So, usually they have a, like, numerous bunk beds and a dormitory and share a bathroom, lounge, and sometimes a kitchen. Sure. So, the rooms can be mixed-sexed uh, or single-sex, mm-hmm. uh, although the private rooms may also be available. Yeah, this is basically the way, you know, if you're graduating from high school and you're doing an in-between year, that you, a lot of kids, go to see Europe. They'll get a hostel card, and that'll let them stay in any of these hostels all across Europe. They'll get their Europass card, and they'll just kind of hop mm-hmm. from hostel to hostel. It's a little bit um, of a mixed experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some pluses and minuses. Why don't you walk us through them? Yeah, well, the good things about the hostel is that the price is cheap. Because you're renting a bed instead of a room and share the other facilities like bathroom, the price is definitely cheaper than hotels or guest house. The room is usually shared by more than three people. And the biggest room I have stayed was for 24 people. 24? That's an army barracks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, that's how I stayed in London one time. Mm -hmm. I mean, to stay in your own hotel room in London is off the charts expensive. That'll blow, Mm -hmm. if you're a young kid, it'll blow your whole week or month's budget just Mm -hmm. one night. So a hostel is a place where, you know, yeah, you got to listen to six or eight other people snore through the night. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of fun and it's cheap. Mm -hmm. But sometimes uh, you can actually stay at a hostel like staying at a private room if you're traveling with a group. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, there's a dormitory room for four people. And mm-hmm. if you're traveling with the four people, then you can just book all the four beds in one room and stay like a private room. That is true. It's like mm-hmm. your little suite, isn't it? Yeah. So it's just a way to enjoy the hostels like a hotel. Uh-huh. And the other good thing about the hostel is that you can meet with other travelers. Hostels are good for the backpackers to meet with other travelers and share the travel information, which is like up to date. Mm -hmm. And most of the hostels have a lounge area where guests can just rest and hang out. And that's a good way, not just the social aspect, but that's a good way to save on food, too, because you can pop by the grocery store, get your spaghetti or your noodles, and make it in what is usually a shared kitchen. Mm -hmm. And you can share food back and forth. They often leave some food up in the cabinets. Yeah, Yeah, it's nice. So it's a good thing about having a a shared kitchen because they have these free um, shelves that that are packed with all the different foods from different Mm -hmm. parts of the world. And the pots and pans, so you don't have to worry too much about Mm -hmm. that. But on the other side, there are some bads about hostels, too. As you share the room with a lot of people, security is a very important issue. For sure. You should be careful of your valuables as there are 
like often are the theft issues. Mm. When I was staying at a hostel in Madrid, all there was it was a room for six people, and all five people in a dormitory room were robbed. Oh God, that sixth person, person was the bad yeah, apple, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. He he knew how to like open all the locks in the room, hmm. and so he took all of their money, like cameras and computers and cell phones, and it's I have never seen or experienced it, but. Sometimes the thief spray a sleeping gas during the night oh my God. so that he can make others to sleep deeply and take all the things out. That is quite scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine you could slip them something in their drinks. Hey, I've got beer to share with everybody, and uh, they could do it that way. Be this scary. is kind of why when you get a little older and you've got nicer stuff, mm-hmm. like uh, smartphones and computers and cameras and whatnot... Eh, hostels become a little less attractive. But there is uh, an emerging market now of all of this sort of safety gear Mm -hmm. that you can make your bags theft-proof and all Mm -hmm. of that. So hopefully that that helps. Well, yeah, and other than those security issues, as you share the space with other travelers, there certainly are the inconveniences. Mm. There are different people coming from different countries, Mm -hmm. making noises, keeping their sound loud at night, Mm. and sometimes a person could snore the whole night. Yes. So you need to... um, (laughs) can count on that. If <laughs> yeah, you're going you to be in a hostel, prepared, there's at least yeah. one of the people that's going to snore throughout the night. So your, your best uh, investment mm-hmm. is earplugs. Yeah, but it's cheap, so... It's cheap, and it's social, and it's Mm -hmm. kind of fun. And especially if you're a young person, uh, it's all part of the experience, really. Yeah. All right, so let's imagine that I've um, decided to go and stay in a hostel. Perhaps I am a younger person, and I'm just uh, doing Europe for a couple of months. How do I go about uh, selecting the best ones? Mm -hmm. Well, when I was traveling for long, for 260 days last year, I had my own criteria when I was choosing a hostel. Mm. As I said, the security is the most important. Yep. So there should be an individual locker prepared and which is big enough for my backpack, whole backpack to fit in. Sometimes they have a, like a smaller locker mm-hmm. that could only fit my like cell phone, passport, computers in. Yeah. But you need to take care of all the valuables like separately from your backpack. So it's very convenient to have a big locker for myself to just tuck my backpack in and mm-hmm. forget about it with the lock. And what's important is that uh, in a lot of these hostels, the locker area is somewhere near the front desk. So mm-hmm. it's always under the watch of somebody mm-hmm. or other. Yeah. Or at least it's in the common area where mm-hmm. it's not easy for a thief to pick the lock. Yeah, and it's also a good way to have the real valuables to be um, to give it to the counter so that they can take care of it. So mm-hmm. it's also another way. Good. And also, it is better to have an individual power outlet next to your bed because when you travel... Charging your cell phone and camera is the most important thing. And everyone else in the room would be looking for the power outlets to charge their uh, thing, their gears. So it's better to have one for me right next to my bed. Mm -hmm. And also camera, cell phones, those are the valuables. So you need to take care and you need to have them with you right right, right next to you. So A little less pressure for that nowadays when people are carrying around these power packs that have like six charges in them. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but still. But the the thing is, you need to also charge the power packs. And that takes like three hours or so to (laughs) charge that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So those are very important for me to have like individually. And also another one is be a little light next mm. to your bed it's very handy so like as you share the room with others if you need to leave very early in the morning or late at night the little light for your bedding area is good to have for like packing and stuff 
I read a travel blogger who said her most valued possession is a little headlamp, like the kind yeah. when people go uh, uh, hiking at night mm-hmm. and they wear on their forehead. So you can put that on at mm-hmm. night and just do your packing and stuff and not disturb. Mm-hmm. And nowadays they have like a little lights in the cell phone as a function so that you can use there your you cell go. phone yep. as a little light. Yep. Mm-hmm. And also Wi-Fi is very important because... Um, when you travel, like at night, you need to look for, like, search for the travel information and, like, look up, look it up on the internet. So, if you want to use Wi-Fi in the room, you need to check before you check in because some hostels only allow Wi-Fi in the lounge area, not the room area. Ah. So, it's better to ask them if they have Wi-Fi in the room and the whole building. And I think a lot of countries, Korea included. The phone companies allow tourists to buy those little uh, portable Wi-Fi things, um, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. a, that'll that'll pick up on the phone network, uh, mm-hmm. 3G, and give mm-hmm. you some basic Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and all those are, could be for, like, individuals, but having an attractive lounge area for, like, a, to make you social, mm-hmm. it's, it's the factor, I think, that makes the hostel more attractive. Mm -hmm. So the lounge area is needed to communicate and spend time with other travelers, and you can make a friend there to travel together and hear travel stories. So it's better to have a good lounge area. And sometimes they have the movie room, so it's really fun. That's the difference between a hostel and like a bad hotel, is Mm -hmm. the common area. Usually there's a very active bulletin board with all kinds of notices, like hey, I'm going to take a train to point B on Thursday, do you want to share? That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So how about here in Korea? Uh, any good hostel selections? Well, in Korea, I think we do not really distinguish the, I mean, like the name as a hostel from guest house. Because okay. we use it, like, sometimes we call it hostel and sometimes guest house. And the Korean words would be like minbak or yogwan yeah. or things like that? Mm-hmm. Minbak would be, I talked about like a BNB. Minbak mm. is more about like a local BNB. Got it. But when I distinguish hostel and guest house, my personally, like hostels have like, their major rooms are the dormitories, while the guest house, their major rooms are private rooms, mm. while, although they may ha- also have the dormitory rooms. Ah. So that was my like differences between those two. But you won't necessarily encounter the English borrow word hostel here in Korea, no? Mm. Well, sometimes they use it, but I think it's very similar to the guest house that we use. Got it. Okay. And, and there are not many like big hostels or hostel chain brands in Korea, mm. from my observation. And... Yeah, and it's really hard to find the mixed dormitory rooms. They mm-hmm. are all like separate, like female, male rooms for the dormitories. Okay. And yeah, so a lot of guest houses and hostels in Korea are like small size, as I mentioned. Those there are big hostel chains in other area like Europe, but in Korea they are more of the small size, family owned compared to other countries. But the hostels here in Korea are patched in with the international hostel group, hostel groups, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and there is a worldwide hostel association which is called Hosteling International, also known as HI. That's like the biggest hostel association internationally. This hostels in- encourage like culture exchanges for the young at the hostels. Mm. And if you pay the membership fee, which is around $20, you will have a discount for every hostels in the world that are like a members of this association. Is that an annual membership fee? Yeah. That's pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. And they give you like a 10% discount, I think, for every uh, hostels. Super. And in Korea, we usually call those HI-membered hostels as youth hostels. Mm-hmm. It's like the new term, I think, mm-hmm. and which are a lot bigger than the normal hostels that we can we see around in the city center. And we have one here at Namsan right next to TBS, too. Yeah, I walk mm-hmm. right by that every mm-hmm. day. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people passing in and out of mm-hmm. there. Um, 
So what, what's the hostel experience like in Korea? Have you personally stayed in any hostels here in Korea? Well, in Seoul, I see a lot of uh, hostels in Myeongdong and Hongdae area. They have all those like guest houses that concentrated in the area. Mm. And it's, I've stayed in the ones in the local area. They usually call themselves as guest house, although they have dormitory rooms. Yeah. So I stayed at the dormitory rooms uh, in Andong. Nice. It's also a family-owned, small size, uh, but... It was newly built, and they had an amazing book cafe. And an owner himself was a calligrapher. So, cool. uh, in the book cafe, he wrote a poem for every guest. Fantastic. So I had a really good experience there. And another experience I had was in Suncheon. It was also family owned, and they had renovated an old motel building to a guest house. And so. Like the room I went in was usually, it, it used to be a room for two people, but they put all the bunk beds in. So now it's a room for six people. So it was quite interesting to see they how like renovated the building to a hostel. Mm. Uh, yeah. Cool. So uh, give hostels a try. A lot of them, you know, are folding into these aggregator sites. That's Talking Tourism today. Jimin, thanks very much. And Koreascape will be right back 